and welcome to Ask Nikki Novo. In this show, I'll be performing live readings for our listeners. Plus, we'll be exploring pop culture through a spiritual lens as I read the energy of celebrities and trending stories. It will be the best reading these celebrities never asked for. Get your heart ready because you're about to receive spiritual guidance for your everyday challenges. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ask Nikki Novo. So excited to be here with you, but kind of sad because it is the last episode of the season. Yep. When I, you know, I'm kind of like a funny person that doesn't like to commit to something that is like ongoing. It stresses me out to have like an ongoing project that will never end. I do like starts and finishes. (laughs) So to do Ask Nikki Novo, I said, okay, I'm going to do another podcast, but I need to like have a season. I need to know when it's going to start, when it's going to end. Just as an artist, you know, it's like, I like to have a project and finish it and not feel like it's a never ending project because then it just doesn't become fun. So this will be our last episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I've really had so much fun with you guys. I've loved hearing the questions and getting the feedback and I hope you have enjoyed it too. I'd love to hear if you want a second season or, you know, what you might want to hear in the second season, if there is a second season, but I would love to be back, but also I want to do it with you guys. So let me know. You can just visit me on Instagram or send us an email and yeah, we'll see what 2023 brings us when it comes to Ask Nikki Novo. But Speaking of 2023, that's what today's episode is going to be about. I did a little bit of some predictions for 2023. I am not doing the full predictions that I do, which um, I always do on YouTube. You guys, if you're interested, I do like a year ahead prediction and I will do that soon, but I need to get to the mountain. That's where I get like the really good downloads, but it has been so cold that I have not been wanting to go yet. So I haven't done that yet, but look out for that on YouTube. But today... I really just wanted to download what 2023 is going to be asking of you, you, my dear listener. Um, I know that, you know, we're all brought here for a reason with a collective, something that brings us together. And I believe in that. So I know that this message is universal for you, for my listeners, people that don't listen to this. It's not for them. It's for you guys. So I really wanted to see what 2023 was asking of you what would be helpful for you to really start to align and move into your most beautiful, authentic version of yourself in 2023. So that's what we're going to do today, which is actually what 2023 is about. So let's get to it. word that I was getting for 2023, or I guess it's not really a word, it's maybe more of a phrase, but that I was getting that will guide us is the word or the phrase self-honesty. So it felt like being honest with myself, like that is truly feels like this really bright light that if we're wondering like, what do I follow? What path do I take? Where do I go? This is the North Star, like self-honesty, like that is going to guide us all through 2023. It just seems like if you do do this in 2023, if you take this seriously to really be guided by your own honesty, like, is this true for me? Is this not true for me? Am I being honest with myself? Am I not being honest with myself? Like if you take that seriously, it does look like 2023 is a year of dreams. Like it really looks like these it's almost like if you've been trying to manifest like 
that the manifestation cannot happen without this stage of being honest. Because it does look like you guys are coming off of almost like a kind of like a detox rehab stage, you know, like where I was like doing all these bad patterns, worked on myself um, the last couple of years or whatever, um, and really just have been trying to keep myself like stable in a safe place. But now I'm like really trying to make change, put myself out there, really start creating like the life of my dreams. And 2023 is like really the first stage of going outside the cocoon. Like it really, I I drew, as soon as I was writing 2023, I drew a butterfly, like not even knowing it. it was the first thing. And I really just felt like you, maybe you've been safe. Maybe you've been cocooning yourself because you needed to, but now you're really going to step out and go into the butterfly. And I know we're all excited about the butterfly stage, but guys, honestly, subconsciously, we're super afraid of the butterfly stage because it is usually an uncomfortable stage, you know, like you've been used to being like all nice and warm inside this cocoon and feeling safe and, you know, being amongst people that, you know, that like you can, you you know what to expect from them, you know what life is going to be. And the butterfly is like, it's so different. She's like flying, you know, she's colorful. People are looking at her because she is beautiful. And even though we want it, we're scared of it. So kind of remembering that, you know, knowing that, you know, it it doesn't just happen. We really have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. We have to really put ourselves outside of our comfort zones and embrace these opportunities for change. So again, using that word, that phrase self-honesty to guide us and what we're going to learn in 2023 and like what we really want to ask ourselves is how well do I know myself? How much am I willing to bet on myself? How much am I willing to have my own back and like stand up for myself? It felt like almost that, not that it's going to be a year of test by any means, but almost like, okay, if I really know that I'm supposed to um, stop dating this type of person, but yet every time I date, this kind of person comes my way, like how much am I going to have my own back and be like, no, I know that like, this is not right for me. There's nothing wrong that I keep attracting. I'm not this type of person. I'm not going to blame myself. I just know like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I have my own back and I'm going to stand up for myself. So it just looks like a lot of like advocating for myself as well, even when the world makes you feel crazy. Like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe... Because I can think you can flip that on your head, on its head, right? Be like, oh, well, I'm manifest. I'm attracting all of this because there's a lesson for me to learn, or there's something else here. And it's like, no, maybe it's just like I need to advocate myself, and this is unacceptable. Like, I do not allow this in my life anymore. I have to fight for the change. I have to like really not accept this anymore and move to what I know is true for me. So a lot of advocating for yourself. Okay. I also was getting that there's going to be this vibe, this feeling of, and don't be afraid of this feeling of I'm tired of being fake. So anywhere in life that feels a little fake, feels a little forced, um, and it's pissing you off, you know, it's annoying you, like, don't be afraid of that feeling because the feeling of feeling fake or feeling frustrated or feeling annoyed is actually this really strong, powerful momentum that's going to push you towards what is really true for you. And it's going to actually bring you to your people. There's something about being fake, feeling like whatever is causing the frustration, like whatever habits you're in or whatever um, actions you keep repeating that create that feeling 
is basically like keeping you stuck in this little pool of specifically people that are not for you. So just remember that like when you have, like you want to train yourself to feel disappointed, to feel frustration and be like, oh my gosh, that's that sign. Like almost like it's an alarm to tell me to move out of this because what is truly calling me, the people that are really calling me are not going to make me feel this way or like I'm not going to be in this arena of feelings. So I need to move out of these feelings and not to deny the feelings, but I need to change either the environment or the action that is causing the feeling. So really getting to the root of the problem of that feeling so that you can move into what's true for you. I also saw that like one question many of us are going to start asking because I've been talking about this a lot of my Monday readings, but there is this feeling, there's been this feeling for the last few months of I'm trying something again that I've done before. So, um, I'm trying to find a job, like a career that I really love. Again, I've done, you know, maybe it was two years ago. I tried a business. It didn't work. I went back to my corporate job and now I'm trying this again. Or, you know, I dated, I fell in love with this person, broke my heart, been, you know, I haven't dated for two years and now I'm at it again. So it feels like I'm repeating something. I'm trying something that I have tried again, that I've tried before. So therefore I have these beliefs and these conditions around this. Like I kind of, there's a part of me that feels like it's going to kind of look the same or I'm afraid that it's going to look the same. And one of the things from a very general standpoint that we are repeating again, or maybe like looking at again, is this feeling of I'm looking for my soul's purpose. But it looks like instead of asking that question we want to ask, I'm looking for my soul's true path. There's a difference between purpose and path. Path is like the road that the soul walks, like the way it lives, the, the lifestyle, the way it's beingness, like how it exists in the world. And purpose, what happened was that like that word got hijacked by career <laughs> and it got hijacked by like just this like very kind of masculine way of looking and very linear way of looking at the soul when the soul is like the opposite of linear, you know? So the word purpose has just kind of like lost its meaning. So as you search, it looks like you're searching for that again, you know, whatever, when you first thought about looking for your purpose years ago, it it looks like that feeling is returning. It looks like there was a whole journey (laughs) behind that feeling before. And this feeling is, is returning but what's really going to be supportive is don't use the word purpose and ask and instead say like, I'm I'm really trying to follow my soul's true path because it looks like path has this feeling and this energy of like being pulled, of being brought down. Um, it is not fixed where the purpose was like almost like this one fixed thing. Like uh, my purpose is to be a doctor. My purpose is to be a singer. Like it was almost like too flat and too set in stone where a path is constantly evolving and moving. So if you feel like this is you, where you are about to go do something and like venture into something that you have done before in the past and it didn't really work out as planned, I do suggest thinking about other words 
that are more expansive. Like look at the words you were asking when you were first seeking out that that venture before, you know, maybe it was like, I'm trying to find like the perfect career or maybe some of the words that you were using to guide you are too limited. And see if you can rework the wording a little bit where it feels more expansive and it's not, um, it's just not limited, okay? So, and especially for those of us like, looking for purpose, again, start to use the word true path, because I do see a lot of um, just the world of career is really, really changing. I mean, like it feels like a 10 year movement that's going to be going on. Like we're just almost like at the, like 10 years from now, the world, the way we work is going to look so, so different. We're only at the beginning. So these questions about purpose and career are going to keep coming up. But for those of you who are early to the game, because we're this is going to continue, um, Again, I I just use the word path instead, and that's going to be much better uh, word to guide you. So overall, 2023 is like this beginning of, again, walking our true path, right? So forget about pur- purpose is so tied to um, like producing and like what I have to offer and like what I can show you that I can do. It's like almost built on like earning, you know, kind of like earning my worth, earning my place. And path is more uh, connected to the heart. And it's really just like everybody has a path, right? But what is my true path? That's the only thing that's like, it really releases the ego from it. So in order to find our true path, I wanted to give you guys a few steps. And that's what I'm going to use to wrap up the episode. But I saw these steps and um, I wanted to share them with you so that you can use 2023 about to find your true path, to be honest with yourself, to be authentic, to live fully, fully into that soul's path. It's it's truth, really. So the first step is we need to take some time in 2023 or maybe, you know, even just these days before the new year. And I want you to journal a little bit about what feels like the wrong path, right? Like what is definitely feeling off And um, I like to call that the imitation path. When I do readings and I look at people's soul's path, I can see a true path and an imitation path. And an imitation path is really interesting because it's like, I always say it's like a good fake Louis Vuitton, you know, like the ones you can get in Chinatown. You're like, damn, this thing looks good. And um, you're like, nobody will know that I bought this for 50 bucks in Chinatown. And um, because the imitation path is like not that bad. You know, it's like I was on an imitation path just a few years ago and I lived in Miami. Um, I, you know, had a great, I had my husband and had three kids. They were at private schools. I had a really nice house, like not had my friends. I had, you know, Benny's, my husband's company. I was trying to do this like work that I was doing. Like it was not too bad, especially from the outside, right? Like there was, I almost, you know, sometimes it's almost like I felt bad wanting more, right? Like I felt bad having these ambitions to, that, that something was a little off and that I wanted to clear things up. So an imitation path is really like, it, it ranges. Sometimes it can feel awful. Like you're like, I absolutely need to get out of this life. And then some, and then it will range to like, hey, it's not that bad, but I know something's off. So there is that range. And I think depending on that range, it's like kind of how you exit the path. But the first step is to realize like something is a little off and not shaming or blaming yourself for wanting more. And I don't feel like wanting more is even this like ego ambitious thing. It's like, I just know that life can be more 
whimsical and and at peace and it could be more beautiful. And that doesn't necessarily mean, I think, you know, I think sometimes when we're like, oh, I want more, you know, people judge us and think like, oh, I want more money. I want more things or I want more blah, blah. Like we can release the ego from that and just be like, no, I, I just know that there's something that is going to feel better. It's like kind of like wearing a shirt that feels okay. You know, you're like, yeah, it's comfy, but you know that there's a shirt that is comfier, right? Like there is a life that is comfier for you. And that really is the feeling of realizing that I'm on an imitation path and I'm trying to move to the true path. I actually, um, my story like starts with a really strong imitation path, right? When I was in my young, my early twenties, I was engaged very young to uh, my high school sweetheart. And uh, he was a, he was a professional baseball player. So I was like, you know, I was just trying to get out of my parents' house. Basically I was raised Cuban and Catholic and uh, my parents were very strict and there was no moving out of my house unless I was married. So I was like, oh, this guy's cool. You know, he's Cuban, been dating him for eight years. He's a professional athlete, like we'll be okay. And I was engaged and everything. I was about to get married. I think I was I was 21. I feel like I wasn't even 22 for the wedding. So two months before the wedding, I just had this feeling. I was like, I need to get the hell out of here. I, my friend had just moved to New York and I went with my other best friend to New York, spent a weekend there. And right there in the middle of New York City, I was in the middle of Rockefeller Center, super loud there, right? Like it's just a loud, busy city was the first time I ever heard the voice, which is what I call the voice, right? So that, that intuition. I didn't even know what it was. Obviously now it is my best friend and, um, you know, I converse with it all the time, but I heard it so loudly there. And it was like, you are made for bigger things. And it was like, damn it. Like, I can't believe it caught me. Like it caught me off guard because I knew something was off, obviously, while I was dating this guy. I mean, there were so many signs and so many symptoms of misalignment, but it wasn't, um, I was trying to hide from it because I was like, no, like, I don't want to tear apart my life. Like, I don't want to eat, pray, love, you know, and burn everything down. Like, can I just, you know, like, please, 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 all those big ambitions, Nikki, like, just put them away. Like, don't let them, you know, destroy what you have going. Like, this guy's a nice guy. He loves you. You're going to live a good life. And I was so mad at myself for wanting more. But in that moment, and I had done a good job of quieting the voice and like not listening to it. But in that moment, there was just this presence that I was having because I was, you know, you know, I had left the city, I had left Miami. I was in a new location and it caught me and I was like, damn it. And the damage was done. Like I could not go back from that. I had already heard that voice. So I had to listen to it. So that was the first time that I, you know, I had, I've had to break apart from an imitation path and move to my true path. So, and it's happened to me several times, right? It's not that it wasn't the only time it's happened. To me, that is the process of aligning your life to your soul's contract, to your soul's truth, to your soul's true path. So that's really the first step I want to introduce to you, which is like, is there an imitation path going on? Are you ignoring the signs of the inner voice? <laughs> Do not be afraid of the inner voice because I think sometimes we think, oh shoot, if I hear this inner voice, it's going to make me, again, what I call e pray, love, like leave my children, divorce my partner, like leave my job. And it's really, it's not about leaving and burning down the house, which sometimes that could be, you know, that could be part of it, right? Like 
I, in that time, I had to leave that relationship and, you know, I ended up moving to LA and changed a lot in my life, but it's not, you know, I, I had to end that relationship, but there were so many other things that were still working that I just needed to realign. So we're not burning things down, guys. We're just realigning to our soul's true path. So do not be afraid of the inner voice. If you want to burn things down, you can, but it's not going to ask you of burning it down. It's really calling for alignment. So Step two, after we, you know, kind of get honest about perhaps there's an imitation path situation going on. Step two is about, and this can be the hardest step really, is following your heart to the unknown. So this is typically why we get stuck in these imitation paths and never leave and never really align our lives because there is that leap of faith. Like now all of a sudden I have to follow my heart, this new voice, which I don't really know it too well. I heard it, you know, once in New York City and now I have to like follow, you know, first it told me to break up my, break off my wedding and now what? Now it's telling me to move to LA, right? Like now I have to trust this thing that sounds a little crazy. And, um, and this is scary because I don't know what's going to happen after I follow the voice. So for example, when I heard the voice in New York, I did not know after I broke things off, I didn't know what was next. Like, what does that mean? Like, am I staying with my parents forever? Like, do I move? Do I not? Like, I, I didn't know what what would happen next. And that is why typically we don't follow our hearts because it takes us into the unknown because to leave an imitation path and to get on the true path, there is a road. There's a road to alignment that happens, but that road to alignment is the space of creation. You know, it is this place of like, it's actually the cocoon, like we were just talking about. It's the womb space and everything is possible here, but nothing is set in stone. (laughs) So it's really, really scary. And that's why we avoid it. But believe me, I have done this cycle, this, you know, death, you know, going into the womb and being rebirthed so many times in my life. And it has paid off. And I I really want to like pass on that excitement to you. I'm sure that you have probably had a version of this as well. So a lot of times when we have to, when we're being called by our heart to the unknown, to the unpredictable, because remember the, the imitation path, the reason it's so exciting and excuse me, not exciting, um, enticing is because it's a roadmap. You know, it's like, oh, I know that if I follow this, if I marry this guy, if I keep climbing this career path, like this is what's going to happen. It's very predictable. So when we're asked to follow our heart, it's unpredictable, which is why so many people come to readings, (laughs) you know, which I get it. Um, And when we follow our hearts, we're in the unknown, into the unpredictable, but the unpredictable is what creates that new life we've been dreaming of. Like the thing that we dream of cannot be possible from an imitation path. The thing that, you know, our ambitions, our, our, like our heart's desires is part of our true path. But if we're on an imitation path, then there is just no line. There's no direct line from the imitation to the heart's desire. It's just not, that's just not how it works. So we have to get off the true, the imitation path onto the alignment road and into the true the true path, the alignment road is what we are afraid of because it is the unknown. Okay. But you get comfortable with that. You learn to have fun with it. You take really good care of yourself during that time. Like there's a lot of love um, for yourself. There's a lot of self-love. There's, this is a good place, time for healing. Um, This is a great place for uh, working with people, you know, learning new skills. Like this is like a discovery place, which 
which is like um, how, which is actually like if I would give 2023 a vibe, it's that. It's like discovery. Who am I really, right? So it is, has a lot to do with that middle place. And then step three, after we are like, okay, off, you know, that, that imitation path was not right. I'm being dedicated to following my heart. Don't know where it's going to take me, but like, this is a dedication. Then you start going into the categories of life and you start aligning them. So I, I find that like, then you're, cause, cause you're trying to rearrange your whole life basically. Cause an imitation path can take all categories of life offline. Rarely are we like off, you know, off path and career and not off path in our relationships or um, in the way that we live. You know, it's usually there is a connection between the three. The good thing about this is that you don't have to work on every category of life to be able to fix one. Usually when you start working on one category, the others start to find its way. It's kind of like your health, you know, it's like, man, if I have a gut issue, but I also have headaches and I'm also getting like lower back pain, like sometimes just working on the gut starts to um, lessen the feelings in the, um, you know, in the headaches and the lower back. So try not to get overwhelmed here, but I would say pick one area of life, one category of life and start to align it. So to me, the categories, there's a lot of subcategories, but I see the categories as relationships, career, and home. I think, you know, if we subcategory, let's say like relationships, it would be romantic relationships and maybe like family relationships, friendships, right? Um, career to me would be money, like is obviously a big part of career. And um, I think when you think about home, I'm thinking house, but I'm also thinking family, like the way my family works. Um, you can even maybe even do like health there if you want, but I would say get like one area. So for me, when I was realigning my life after this last realignment, which was when I left Miami and started to, you know, I was like, I got to sell this house. My husband um, was sick and had to get healed from his addiction. And we had to rearrange all these, the way that we did life. The first thing I really, one of the things I was like really working on before then, I was working heavily on career. Like I was really trying to like make that in true alignment. And I couldn't, and actually the reason I couldn't really face my husband's addiction for, for a long time was because I, I knew that I needed to stabilize like my career category of life. Like I needed that to feel stable. And then I could go into the next category, which was my relationship. So I would say that if you're feeling this and you're still following me, <laughs> pick a category for next year and just decide you're going to align that category. And alignment is really like this category of life feels very true to me. And when you work on one and you're just like, I want this to feel very true to me, very honest. Like if I'm being completely honest with myself, like this feels like a cozy sweater, like made for me, custom made for me. You work on that one category and you'll see that the other ones start to take form. And then, you, you know, you'll jump to the other category from there. After you work on all those categories, that is at the end of the day, what creates an aligned life which is really what 2023 is asking us to start to do. All right, my friends, happy everything. Happy all the holidays. Happy new year. I love you so much. Thank you for being with me. I hope that this was helpful and I can't wait to be in touch with you even more in 2023. And let's see what 
what is like life when all of us start to align our lives? Can you imagine the world that we're going to make? I can't wait. I'll see you there. I leave you with this blessing, a sacred song written and performed by my dear friend, Lindsay Simsick. This is Clarity. Thank you.